Coming to you live from Parkview Studios, you're listening to The Brothers Catch-Up, a podcast where two brothers come together once a week and have a general conversation. Uh, I'm Sal Biazzi, and with me is my brother, Frankie Biazzi. And uh, if you're tuning in, we really appreciate you and listening, uh, especially because this is our second episode. Last week, we had a lot of friends and family tune in. We appreciate all the listens we got. We appreciate everyone who reached out to talk to us about our podcast. Um, we did get a lot of interesting feedback. I'm very surprised. very excited. Um, couldn't be more grateful for the people who have listened. And I, I had a lot of fun last week, and I'm in a worse mood today, so I'm really <laughs> just looking forward to it. I know. Frankie and I, we took a loss with the Dolphin game. I know last week we yeah. started a podcast talking about the Dolphins. I'm already over the <laughs> Dolphins loss. I'm more just mad at the Rummy loss. <laughs> and then we played... A hand of, not even a hand. A game, game of Rummy 500. 500. Just took a brutal loss. And I ended up winning. Before we get into that, though, I wanted to talk about just some of the comments that we got. Yeah. But I heard I heard people like the Pimento Olive segment. Um, yes. <laughs> it was polarizing. <laughs> it was polarizing. Um, some people didn't like the Pimento talk as much. Um, some people really did. <laughs> I, the comment that I liked the best that I heard was that we sound a lot alike because when we first recorded and then listened to it back, that was a thought that I had. It almost sounds like we're like uh, Tyler Durden, right? Wasn't that the yes, comment we got? that was the comment we got. We're Tyler, we're Tyler Durden. <laughs> we're just the same. It's the same person having a conversation with, with himself. himself. Yeah. yeah. I will say, I think listening back to it, that initial introduction of like, I'm Salvi, I'm Frankie Bowsey, that sounds so similar. But as the podcast goes and as we talk... You could tell us yeah, apart. there's definitely a difference. I hope so. We Once, maybe someday, if people listen long enough, we'll have like a like a video version so people can see us as we do it. Yeah, probably make it a lot easier. <laughs> yeah, you'll be able to tell us apart. Um, but I'm surprised that based on the analytics we can see, because we only know how to look at it on Spotify. Spotify. We don't know how to look no at idea how to look at my iTunes analytics. But based on the analytics we see, that most people stuck it through. And yeah, listened. the average list was like because 49 minutes, which I believe that was the length of the podcast. Generally speaking, going forward, we don't really... Our podcast is just going to be like Dolphins football talk and then like yeah. political rants. But that's like why... So not, one of the other comments we got was timestamps. So when you're on Spotify, you could like... Look at, like you can see like okay they stop talking about the dolphins after the first 10 minutes skip ahead now you're gonna have a, co- a podcast where you talk random shit and probably politics yeah so but it is nice that people listen to all of it even if they even but I do want to say I kind of want to talk more sports in general yeah maybe less just specific dolphins yeah but right like, now like we're only dolphin centric first of all we're recording on Sundays yeah we record on Sundays and it's the middle of football season. And the Dolphins are relevant even though so we since, took this loss today. So let's start there. Let's just start with the <laughs> shit loss that Get was playing the, the Denver Broncos going in uh, for the past six weeks now. Well, five weeks because we're one five in a row. Went into every game nervous. Like, is this the game? Do we play well? Okay, we played well. Then we went into Arizona and I was really nervous for that game. Then into the Chargers game. That was the first one where it's like, all right, this is a letdown spot. Yeah. You're, you're the better team, you should go in there and win, but maybe you just don't come out looking good and you lose. But you won that game. Yeah, and you look good. You look good. And then we go to Denver, and I want... And I, I was wanted nervous, I really wanted I to go really in there. I really wanted that. And just, they came out bad. Yeah. All over bad. And 
I think it's maybe in the long run would be good for the team. Like, I mean, at the, at the end of the day, it was a tough road loss. You went on the road, you played a team that wasn't, you know, totally incompetent, and they were able to humble you a little bit. We were not, we got knocked down a lot of picks, because people were, I saw segments of people talking about us in the top five. I saw segments like, who's going to win the division? Is it Colin the Coward the literally called us the fourth best team yeah. in football. We, I knew then that we were going to lose. It was too much hype. <laughs> Tua came out and was like, oh, the NFL's too easy. <laughs> yeah, it was just he, It was a quote. He said, the NFL, way easier than I thought it was going to oh, be. Yeah, Here's exactly. a slice of humble pie and you got... He, he, Tua looked awful. But I said it before the game, and I think it's true. I said that we have to remember we're already past the floor we set for ourselves at the before the season started. Like, if you would have told me we were going to have six wins, I would have been like, okay. It's you better know, than last year. Better than last year. Yeah, we're getting we're better. only in week 11. So. Yeah. And so I think we're going to win in more games. We're going like, to win more we games. we got the Jets coming up to get right. We're not going to lose out. So let's see where we end up, but we got to stop. We got to pump the brakes. We're not a Super Bowl contender yet. No, and that's okay. But I do think eight and eight at this point. You've got to get there. Yeah, you but gotta, I think eight and eight's a disappointment. Yes. Like if we can't even get to eight and eight, yeah, I think that's a failure because yeah. this this coaching staff, this team has shown that they are a good football team. Yeah. So don't. But then don't they come out in a game down. like today. You know, I, I'll, I'll admit it. Earlier in the season with Austin Jackson at left tackle and Solomon Kinley being way better than I thought he was going to be. I was pretty hyped about this offensive line. I thought this offensive line was real. They got their ass whooped today. That offensive line couldn't do anything. Six sacks. Yeah. Just and they couldn't got, run the ball. They got exposed by basic stunt concepts that just confused them. And, look, you want to go crazy, but again, when, you, when you've been doing as well as you have been with I mean, we've taken some injuries. We've had a lot of, you know, it's it's just a loss. It doesn't have to be anything more than exactly. a loss. You like, just got to move on from this, come out against the Jets, yeah. beat the Jets. You should beat the Jets. But at some point, the Jets are going to win a game. Like, it's only a matter of time. Don't they're let not, it be against you. Exactly. They're not going to go all season not winning a game. You would think they're going to win somewhere. I don't know how. They look awful every week. But can't let it be against you. Just go in there, get right against the Jets. Like, and take start it very seriously. To, Flores, well, yeah, are, Flores already came out. Two is the starter. Nothing has changed. It was just he was playing bad. He's a rookie. Take him out. Put Fitzpatrick in. See what happens. Whatever. Looking for a spark. It's really fun. Um, and two is not the type of kid that I think is going to let it get to his head. If anything, no. it's going to motivate him. Yeah, exactly. And that's fine. Tua needs to play better, but Tua really wasn't working with much today. The receivers weren't helping him. There were a million drops again. No one was getting open. No one was getting open. The offensive line was terrible. So I mean, it is what it is. When does baseball hot hot stove start to get interesting? Again? Never. No one signed. No one has done anything. It's gonna be one of these. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Everyone keeps talking about this off season, like with just COVID, the implications it had on everything. Like it's not gonna be a player's market. But I'm I'm so nervous that like this is gonna be a Mets off season. Is there ever been an off season of the Mets? It's always a Mets off season. Yeah, but that's because Mets fans think it's always a Mets off season. (laughs) This might be an actual off season where it's like the Mets actually do something. Like there's a real possibility they sign DJ, they sign Bauer. I, you know what? I want Steve Cohen to go out like that. Like go for it because I don't think overall those strategies work. We've done that forever now. It's been twenty years, really. You know, we've won one World Series. 
in that span. You need to really develop your talent top to bottom. And we've done a good job of that, and we still haven't gotten And you need need pitching, Yeah. and you need your hitting to work in the postseason. I don't... There's nothing... There's no formula for it. I would... I would love it if the front offices somewhere would say, hey, analytics are good and they've helped us a lot, but we need to balance it out with traditional approaches. We're all to talk about sample sizes and analytics, like, oh, it's too small of a sample size. The postseason is a small sample size. Everything about the postseason is a small sample size. Guys who are only are facing pitchers that they only had five at-bats off. And the fact that the postseason, like, we've watched it with the Yankees, like, three years now, four years, they get there, and then they look like a different team in the postseason. They can't hit, they can't do anything. They rely on the home run. The home run doesn't work in the postseason because you're facing good pitching. So how many more years do we just watch that happen? But Yeah. I mean, it would really be nice. I know the Lindor sweepstakes, like, would be really nice. Like, let DJ go to the Mets if we're getting Lindor. That's how I feel about it. I like DJ. Yeah, he was great. I agree. And I think DJ is... One of the better baseball players the Yankees have had come through their organization in a while, but if it means... You know, I just don't know the package that gets Lindor. Yeah, it's I've a thought package. about it. I, I don't know what it is. But, I mean, anyone's going to have to make it, so... Um, real quick, do we want to go back to football? Is there any other games that happened today that there's anything of note? You know, the Texans game was interesting, obviously. we had, The Dolphins have the Texans' first-round pick, so obviously you'd think the rooting interest would be in rooting for the Texans nope. to lose. But Fuck the Pats. Yeah, I really wanted the Pats to lose. Get the Pats out of the playoff picture as soon as possible, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, just end their season. Yeah, right. it. So I was um, kind of rooting for the Texans. I mean, if the Texans had lost, I would have been happy. But in the end, I'd rather have the Patriots lose this game. So. Um, and the Jets got walloped. Of course. Herbert. Herbert looks so good. I really thought about the Jaguars upsetting the Steelers for a while this week. And at the end of the day... The Jaguars got stomped out, too. The Titans pulled up the upset against the Ravens. I guess it wasn't really an upset. They're both evenly matched. But I really did think the Ravens were probably going to pull that out. I think... What was the... I don't know if the spread... I thought it was six and a half. I thought the Ravens were getting six and a half. Or no, they were given six and a half. But... um, Yeah, did you see the, the play that got them the lead? Late in the fourth quarter, the Titans, AJ Brown. Yes, that he caught that ball on like the ten, got tackled seven different times, just marched his way. Into I the love end. rooting for the Titans, like fucking Tannehill, man. Tannehill, yeah. Gosh, I said it when he. I mean, I don't think we've ever said this on the podcast, but I know you've heard me say it a million times. But when Tannehill busted his knee against the Cardinals, I looked at you and I said to you. He has a chance now to get right. We'll probably move on. He'll go somewhere else and, and have a save a, fran- in his yeah, career. Save a franchise. Yeah. Because he's always been this good of a quarterback. Just the Dolphins were always a pretty poor team around him. And he, not to say he's the greatest quarterback of all time, he's a good but you put a, good, you put a good team around him. If you make it he's so that he's not the problem, he'll be the, he can help be the solution. So. And then in other NFL scores, I guess we had the uh, the Colts and the Packers. Colts. That was an interesting one. Philip Rivers pulls that game out. I know nothing about that game. Yeah, because we were, that. that's when we were playing either. Rummy. But 
congrats to Philip Rivers, even though he throws the ball fucking weird. And I don't and think he's, he's good. I don't think the Colts are good. Isn't it weird? I don't think the Packers are good. I don't think either of those two teams are good. Isn't it weird we're moving on from that era of quarterbacks now? Like Ben Roethlisberger Dude, only ben, had a few more seasons. But he looked great. That yeah. Ball, that, so he threw some balls today, man. They're just beautiful. Yeah, he does still. But he's he's the only one, really, who still looks good. Tom Brady looks okay. Drew Brees is hurt now. But like, they're all going to be gone in the next like two seasons. What happened in the Saints game? They lose that game? I, I'm not sure, to be honest. I don't Hold wanna, on. I know we're a fountain of disinformation. Oh, nope. 24-9. Because I, I only was watching that game in the beginning. Taysom Hill looked awful. And then they were losing. But they won. Nah, they won. Easily. Falcons suck. I got nothing else for, <laughs> for football. <laughs> I don't know. It was a shit NFL Sunday. The game sucked. Yeah, My team awful. sucked. I don't know how I don't you watch care. this sport. If, go listen to another podcast for more yeah, in-depth seriously. NFL talk. Um, I believe I am the best rummy player in the whole world. I don't know how you go professional in rummy, but I. Rachel is to the point where she doesn't even want to play me in rummy anymore, so I was glad that you guys all decided to play tonight. Yep, you know, went from you guys typically playing you two. Today we had four. <laughs> I thought I had a great showing. until You the... got out to the... Early lead. And it wasn't even early lead. I was held. I was holding like wire to wire. Much, <laughs> wire to wire. I said it. I lost it for like a hand, but got it right back. And then, what was your high water mark? Three ninety. Okay. And then, I said I'm gonna end it on this turn. I was excited. I was feeling good. At one point, my hand was just filled with. I think I had two aces, two queens, and two. Two kings. If you don't, something like that. If you don't know the rules of rummy, you subtract. The points that you have remaining in your hand, so. And I just couldn't get, there was like one card would have connected all of them, and I just couldn't get that card, <laughs> and it just ended, and I took a minus 45. Oh, uh, that's brutal. And just never recovered. See, that's what I, I said to you at the beginning, I gave you the strategy. I said, always be positive. Just never be negative, and you're good. And that's I thought you were just talking about attitude. No, no. Well, like, yeah, yeah just be, it, it works. Just be positive. It works for everything, but it's attitude. Like, physically, you really just want to be positive just, in your score. Yeah. Don't take negatives. Always work towards 500. It's easier said in practice. It is, like, but... To do it. But I didn't, I didn't take yeah. any negatives, and I ended up winning. That game sucked. Before, so when you went outside with the dogs, Rachel asked me, she said, when you were kids, did Sal just... When you guys played games, was he good at everything? All the games? I was like, yeah, I don't... I don't know. We didn't play a lot of games. Like, board wiffle games. Wiffle ball. I we played a lot of wiffle ball. Lost a lot. My a record lot against lot. you in wiffle ball, I believe, <laughs> is about 2,478 <laughs> to 4 or 5. Which is crazy, because I swear I'm better, but I lose every game. I don't know how that works. <laughs> There's got to be like some science to it. I throw better pitches. I, I better hit, I hit more home runs. <laughs> and I lose. <laughs> uh, no, I, I'm i just so much more clutch than you are. Your mental game wears down, and I'm a rock. I'm just but, steady. But Rachel said it. Like, like when you guys used to go to trivia, when I used to come with you guys, you know a lot. Know a lot you, t- of stuff. you take a lot. You take it after mom a lot, and that felt just like weird knowledge. You just know shit that... I always say to Rachel, I know the general specifics of a lot of things. Like, I'll get most of the details wrong, but the idea of it, like, I'm like, how did he know that? I mean, he didn't, did he really know it? Well, you didn't know how they stuffed (laughs) the the olives with pimentos. You're right. By the way, we're recording in my laundry room, which is why this is the laundry suite. It's, 
There's a sign in here. It's lovely. It says the laundry company. We need and soundproofing, so it's not as echoey. Yeah, we're just gonna get better over time. Just bear with us. Um, I want it to. If you look on like Spotify, like the logo of the podcast, I want it to update that for episode I two. Don't think it needs to with be the changed. number in the thing, and then change my face because I look like a monster in it. No. You somehow look great in it. And I, I look terrible. That is not an accurate representation of me. But I think he looks exactly like he. <laughs> He actually looks like if you look at Frankie and then you're yeah. like, oh my god, how'd they capture that life like bad life like representation? But I couldn't update it because the battery in my Surface Pen wore out, died, and I took it out. You know, what battery was in there. What kind of battery? Dude, I'm saying, do you know? You no. had a guess, like what kind of battery is in like a Surface Pen? A quadruple A. You know, there was a quadruple A battery. <laughs> I, I'm not. I went. Surprised. I went to Walmart. No, I went to Home Depot. I went to look. There's double, triple, <laughs> double, triple. C, 9-volt, D, every battery in the world. Quadruple A can't find it. <laughs> I was convinced it didn't exist. So I ordered it off Amazon. But I got it. Hopefully for next week, we'll be updated with the logo. So what did you do this week? Because I haven't seen you since, I don't think, last Sunday, uh, other than the few times during the week. We worked. Um, what did I do this week? Oh, went to New Hope last night. New, okay. New Hope, Pennsylvania. Very interesting town. Very nice. Very hipstery. I happen to wear, like, a beanie. It worked out perfectly. This was like camouflage. Didn't know that's what this city was. Great. (laughs) Um, Just worked out. I said to Amanda, I was like, man, if I would have wore like a Trump hat here. (laughs) But it's in Bucks County. So during the election, I don't know how Bucks County (coughs) shook out. But then the Biden won. Biden won the county. I know there's cemeteries. But I'm pretty sure. Overwhelmingly for Biden. So I'm pretty sure Bucks County was one of the counties in Pennsylvania where at night. Trump was winning. And then, then magically. It, magically. We're going to stop counting. We'll pick it up in the morning. Morning comes. But it wasn't. But Biden's in the lead. They didn't just start counting in the morning. It was like, you woke up. We stopped counting. Trump was winning. And then when we started counting, he wasn't winning. <laughs> it's like there was counting. I don't fucking know. It was such but, a, but that's not neither here But that's what, this, that's what. So were. this city was... Very cool. Very, <laughs> very liberal. And me, so we went out to dinner with some friends, and we happen to all be Trump people and conservative, and we're, we're talking politics at the table, and Amanda's sitting, like, looking at the bar, and I'm looking out the window, and she said, like, after the dinner, we're in the car, and she's like, every time we talked about politics, I could see, like, the bartender, like, look at us, like, rolling his eyes. <laughs> so, that's where I was. But it was really cool. It was fun. Little shops, little good restaurant. That's cool. I did the leaves. I know it's very yeah, exciting. Yeah, did the leaves. Did the leaves in my yard. I, my dad, our dad, obviously, gave me a leaf blower two years ago, and he had had that leaf blower forever, and it finally broke. <laughs> so I've had the same pile of leaves that I had raked up in the center of the lawn for the last like two weeks because I haven't had a blower vacuum. Why would you put it in the center of the lawn? What if I'm, like, wind? And I, like, blow the leaves around? I think it was more just because I got tired of raking it. I was like, yeah, screw it, I'm done. <laughs> Every day, I come home to, like, my new place, and when you pull in front, there's just a new pile of leaves on the street that just takes <laughs> away a parking spot for me, and it's street parking. Like, there's no driveway. So every day, it's just, let's gotta do find it. a new parking spot. It's bullshit. You can't and the park house, on people's leaves. In the house next to us is an Airbnb. So like most of the time, you know, it's out of season right now. So most of the time, that there's a spot open there, but then just randomly, there's a car. So it's 
The parking's not bitch. I like the towns that let you just put the leaves in the street. I think yeah, that's, that, what, that's what Asbury is. It's I think just, that's sick. I don't think we're allowed to do that. Yeah, so I just can them. Yeah, just threw them all in the garbage, which stinks. Um, but I did it, which I was proud of. Myself. I had, went to Home Depot. I got the exact same blower that I already had that broke because I liked it so much. So it's like the exact same thing. And it's something about just sucking up the leaves with we a should, giant engine vacuum. We should reach thing. out to whatever the brand is on that Toro. leaf blower. Toro. Toro sponsor. This episode is sponsored by Toro. <laughs> Their leaf blower. Go get yourself a Toro. Really great. Use promo code Brothers Ketchup and get zero percent <laughs> off. There's no actual official affiliation between us. But um, honestly, honestly, I had a pretty boring week. You know, still getting settled, building yeah. furniture every fucking day. You still need you have the chaise in your massive. We have apartment. to get that. We have to plan how to get that out. <laughs> it's probably stuck in there forever. Well, I told you before we put it in. Inches. I don't know how we even got it in. Before we put it in, I said it's not coming out. It's coming out. Yeah, I, I told you no. To I told you no. I didn't even want to bring it. You said before you brought it, there's probably no point in bringing it. Then we said there's no That's point in putting said. it in there. We and did we it didn't. Anyway. <laughs> and now it's just sitting in there. It's our nice living room all set up, and then in the middle of it, just a giant chase that doesn't fit in with anything. So. And it doesn't... You can't get it down the stairs. You can't get it through the doorways. No, just, just in there. <laughs> that oh, chase no. is now just part of the apartment. <laughs> Next person who lives there, here's a chase. We can go out the windows, I think. No, those windows are so small. You just got to take off the ceiling, the whole roof. Take it off, lift, it, lift out, it out, and then new ceiling. That could work. <sighs> oh, man. Whatever. So we have a long... Oh, we have a long <laughs> journey ahead getting that thing down. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, um, I want to switch topics. Okay. I've got a lot of stuff I kind of want to talk about. Go for it. In the political world. Oh, God. Um, We're already into the politics? Before we... Yeah, I... Fuck. There's You're a lot of... Fuck my, all this there, stuff. There, there's a lot on my mind. I was thinking um, we wouldn't talk about politics on this episode. Oh, really? Ah, like, let's just forget it. All right, fine. We... We don't have to talk politics. But no, like, but I'm just going to say, because I really want to talk. Here was something I picked up on this week. And what did you pick up? So, in the beginning of the week, what was the big conversation? What were all the blue checkmark liberal people tweeting about? There's no evidence. Student debt. Oh. oh it's yeah, weird that they, like, pick topics to talk about. Yes. But, I thought it'd be fun to kind of talk about student debt, because I feel like we're probably on different sides of it. I have pretty strong opinions on student debt. I think it's... Well, should I just like... Alright, here's my thing with student debt. I think it is so similar to the 2008 housing bubble where these kids, people like me and you, and younger, are going to school. These colleges are getting more expensive. These kids are leaving with more and more debt. The jobs that are available, if there are no jobs available, that sucks. And if there are jobs available, they're not paying what you paid... To go to school. So, what happens? We used to say this years ago when we're walking down the street. Just the amount of, of cars you'll see in front of people's houses these days. Because it's like, the mom, the dad, and then like, the old kids are living together now. Like, because they can't afford their own place. And I think at some point, a country can't sustain that type of, of 
system where these kids are going to school, taking on debt, leaving school, getting jobs that they can't afford to pay off that debt. Where is that money coming from? Like, we're, we're talking billions of dollars, if not trillions, of student debt. I would, I do think forgiving it is an idea, but I don't think, I don't know if you can. I don't know if it just works that way. Can you just be like, all right, student debt's gone. <laughs> I'm going to wish. But also, yeah, I guess theoretically anything could happen like that. But I think we're on the same side of the issue. The student debt problem was completely predatory. I have a bunch of student loans. I know you have a bunch of student loans. I know most of my friends have or have had student loans. Um, the system itself, I mean, they stopped teaching geography. They stopped teaching economics. They stopped teaching civics. They stopped teaching, you know as home ec anything about like the domestic middle class lifestyle that you would learn in public schooling and most private school curriculums no longer exists so and look at look at like people like me and you right like we were fortunate enough we went to a nice high school yes was not going to college ever an option no no and you're instructed in, by everyone in your life you're to eight, go to college 17 18 years old and you're you told, definitely can't this is what's it. happening you no one can afford it yeah. it's crazy no one can afford it so you go okay i'm just gonna take I'm out these loans because everyone says that i'll be able and to then, get a job that and then when you the get out back. and you get these loans you're like oh fuck like i can't <laughs> this shit like it's crazy well it's usually like sophomore year it hits i've been paying <laughs> off my student loan like a really good like i'm doing a good job I'm, i pay them every month I'm like it's so disheartening to like go on the website and like look at the dent I've made because it's it's more now than it is when I started paying it, which is crazy because the interest is dumb. Yeah. Like some of these some of these student loans have interest rates of like eighteen percent. It's crazy. It's crazy. So I get very frustrated by student debt. So, but if Joe Biden's gonna just cancel student debt, but here's the thing: if he's gonna do anything positive, I'll take it. But I don't like the idea. Well, first of all, the arguments against just forgiving student debt from the, I guess you would say, conservative point of view would be, well, what about all the people who worked hard and didn't take out the loans or worked hard and paid their loans off? I don't that? understand that argument. That's what they would say. Yeah, but like, okay, you paid off, I paid off all my student debt. You should pay off yours. Loans. Nah, my, oh well, like, sorry, <laughs> like, you shouldn't have paid it off then. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Like, good job. That's a great job on you. You, if you've paid them off, you're successful. Yeah. The people who haven't paid them off probably aren't as successful. But but it is something to be said that you're giving everyone who couldn't pay their loans back essentially what could be, you know, upwards of fifty or a hundred thousand dollars in debt relief. And then someone who still took out that same debt was able to pay it off gets nothing. I I understand why it's fair. And I'm someone who does have you know, if my loans were paid off tomorrow, I'd be ecstatic. I mean, you're talking about hundreds of dollars a month that I could put towards other things. It's It would oh, be a life-changing month. That's the other thing. That's the other thing. It would be a great stimulus to the economy. Exactly. Economy. That's, it's, it works as a stimulus. Hey, instead of you guys spending all this extra money on student loans, put it back into the economy to kind of boost things. Because at the end of the day, like this, this whole student loan thing, is there anyone who wouldn't qualify for a student loan? No. No, just like the mortgage. The mortgage isn't... Oh, yeah, wait, just give a like, loan. Just get you can have a loan. Sure. You owe $50,000. You want to go to school? Sure. Start here's, paying me back. Here's this fucking piece of paper that's worth <laughs> two hundred grand. Good luck go getting a job that pays you $9 an hour. Yeah. Well, I, I agree with that. I think that 
Ultimately, though, I'm not okay. See, here's the trick. Here's the rich man's trick. The Democratic Party and the Republican Party work for the same people. Correct. They work for the same people, which is why I like Donald Trump. Because Correct. he's not owned by those people. But Correct. essentially, 90% of our politicians, you want to say that high... Maybe 30 to 90%, somewhere in that range. Oh, I'd say it's got to be closer <laughs> to 90 Are corrupt and work for credit card companies and big pharma. Uh-huh. And I distrust most of the laws they pass because most of the laws they pass don't benefit the people at all. Yada, yada, yada. We go through it a million times. I don't like the idea that they create a problem. Hey, push debt and push a shift from the blue-collar trade society towards... High income, high education, white collar jobs, that's going to be the future. We're getting away from manufacturing. We're going blah, blah, blah. Create the debt problem. And then when their backs are to the wall, remember Joe Biden is a corrupt politician. Kamala Harris is a corrupt politician. They're all fucking corrupt. But specifically those two, like if you just look at their track record of their documented history as people in our government... I mean, you don't have to be a conspiracy theorist to come to the conclusion that these two people are corrupt. And I'm not I'm not worried about being sued for any sort of libel. Yes. Now, ultimately, they are telling you, hey, don't worry about the problem we created. In fact, be thankful to us for, get, for getting you out of this, this problem. And that's how it will be portrayed. And Correct. that's because we live in a North Korea-like propaganda state. And it that's really why I don't think... I think that's bread and circuses. You know, that was actually one of the things I said last night at, at dinner. was like, if you're not someone like me or you, where you, you try to stay up to date. I'm not as much as you are. I definitely don't pay as much attention. But I still... I follow. I know what's going on. If you're just a normal person, tries to tune out. You don't want to be involved in politics. But then one day you decide, I want to get information. Where do you go? You can't You can't go and turn on a news channel. We don't really have news. It's not news. I, MSNBC is a news. Fox News is a news. No. CNN is a news. No. When Trump calls out these people for being fake news, it's not a fucking game. Like, it's, not, it's not a joke. Like, oh, they're fake news. No, like, legitimately, they are controlled... Uh, yeah. Well, you sound hesitant. I would say it, it's more complicated than just saying like, okay, these organizations are controlled because there are they're big organizations with a lot of people that work there, and for the most part, those people are doing their jobs to the best of their abilities and to the best of their beliefs. I don't believe that. I do, for the most part. However, it doesn't take much, and it doesn't. And it really matters where in the organization the decisions are made and who are making the decisions. And then that permeates down. And you have this insulated echo chamber that's been created over now decades of people with the same set of beliefs and the same institutions thinking and saying the same things to the point where truth is their truth in our world. Unfortunately, not everyone's going to just agree with what's dictated to them by these organizations who have been, they're like a tick embedded in Washington, D.C., and they've sucked the blood of D.C. for so what long are we they've supposed become to do one that, with them. What are the people? Well, are there, are, there are solutions, and I, 
unfortunately, unfortunately at this point, we're left, I believe, I mean, this is all just my opinion, but we're left to really have to fend for ourselves. Like, you have to be at least capable of reading the big news articles, because, like, the news now is just narrative building. Correct. It's just narrative building. So, like, there, there's old news. The news should be a bunch of really short updates on really important things all over the place. But what news is today is every organization focused on one thing in a very specific setting did over you, and over and over again. Did you see... And that narrative just changes. Did you see the other day, I don't remember exactly when, but it was the the Hill article about Ivanka, like, farting? Yes. Yeah, exactly. Now, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. I didn't click. I didn't read the article. I don't care about the article. Maybe it was more facetious than... It, regardless. Yeah. Fucking knock it off. And that's why... any um, Anyone who has last name Trump is a news story... And that's why I'm really worried about what would happen if Joe Biden, God forbid, ascends to power, which is now the most likely outcome you would imagine. Deals really, out. You have to be, you have to be realistic. Uh, the, the news media is broken, and it was broken before Donald Trump, but now post, they they essentially would be rewarded for what I would consider seditious behavior over the last four years, and I don't say it lightly, like. A hyper focus on what is essentially is an intelligence agency plot to undermine a presidential administration for four years long enough to reassume the status quo political power, and that is that was the agenda from day one. If Joe Biden assumes the presidency, they'll be successful in that, and the media then go back to the student debt thing. Let's say Joe Biden forgives all the student debt. Student debt. The media will spend every moment focused on that thing meanwhile the administration will re-sign the paris accord they'll rejoin the tpp but it'll be something much worse and everyone will be like oh my god i no longer have student debt but they've crippled the american economy with incredible carbon taxes and immense immense trade burdens with with china and five years later We'll all just be dependent on the government, which is what they ultimately they want. want. They want, they us, want to us to be dependent and thankful to the to almighty government, which most people are. Like, Democrat voters, in my opinion, no offense, you suck at the teat of this corrupt organization that whips you. Look at how fucking... <laughs> look at how they, they have ran away from Trump to go crawling back to their daddy, yeah. Joe Biden. Who's Barack Obama's VP? <laughs> he was the best! No! Like, I'm not saying you gotta like Trump. You do not have you to like Trump. like Trump. I understand I it. I understand it. I... But what, 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 I, what I don't understand is this weird view that, like, that Joe Biden's, Biden's the good guy. Like, he's the, he's the one who fixes everything. What I don't understand about all what that exact sentiment is when I was a Bernie supporter, I thought we were all on the same page. The right and the left. Did you see... That the establishment had to go. Okay. The establishment... Joe Biden is the establishment. There's never... I'm sorry if I'm... Like, my voice just went nuts there. But there's never been a more establishment. It was like Hillary Clinton, maybe she was the most establishment candidate you could ever think about propping up. This is from October 7th, 2019. 
The Washington Post put out the article, U.S. starts withdrawing <laughs> troops from northern Syria as Turkey readies offensive. Yeah. Okay. Good. Trump Trump has been trying to withdraw troops this entire time. Um, whatever her name is. Oh, I know. I don't know how to pronounce her first Elon name. Elon Omar. Okay. She tweeted. This is a progressive. Yeah. She's a progressive in the Democratic Party. Yeah. This is... What the Democratic Party wants to be, or at least the, the people who support them wants to be. This was her tweet. Trump's, will, Trump's move will not put an end to endless wars. What it will do is reward Russia, Iran, Ugh. and ISIS. He's not leading us toward peace. He's showing the world that his political interests are more important than reliable leadership and keeping our commitments to our allies. As a progressive voter, to read that, and believe that bullshit. As a progressive, you want to, you're anti-war. You are anti-war. Get our troops out. And you are voting for war with Joe Biden. Voting for war with Alon Omar and AOC and Pelosi and all these fucking people. Yeah. They want war. Like, doesn't it drive you nuts that John Brennan is on Twitter? He's oh. allowed to tweet. He should be in jail. He should be in fucking jail. <laughs> like, it's so mad. Oh. And like... I'll give you, like, I would be so mad, and I know they're going to do it, and this is why, I, I don't think, I don't want to talk about it again, <laughs> but, the Civil War? The Civil War. I don't want to say this every time, because I don't want to be a Civil War doomer or anything like that, I guess. Um, but this is why I think we're headed for trouble, because they're going to go after Trump, and you're not put, you're not laying a hand on anyone in Trump's orbit General Flynn included, if John Brennan and James Clapper and Susan Wright, like these people get to be free. So let's talk about that real quick. I can't do it. I let's, can't let's do it. Let's talk about that. Yeah. Okay. We're both Trump people. <laughs> yes. We support President Trump. Yeah. I'm going to be very honest. Yes. I voted for Donald Trump yeah. with the expectation that these people that have done us wrong for decades have lied us into wars, have committed crimes against the human, the, the American population. Fast and the Furious. Like, <laughs> like you go down a list of scandals. That, that them, the media, the, the Obama's administration is allowed to claim we were scandal-free. But you can go down the list of their scandals. I wanted it all uncovered. Yes. I want it to be talked about yes. front and center. Put these people behind bars. Do it. Let me see investigations. If it Let me yeah. see these people stand trial. Yeah. Let me see Hillary Clinton stand trial. Let me see Barack Obama stand trial. You can't spy on another president on the incoming president's uh, campaign. You can't do it. You cannot do it. You cannot spy on another presidential campaign using unlimited unless you have, unless you have power a, of your spy app. Talk about no evidence, right? Like, I mean, I don't care. I've read probably. Upwards of seventy-five percent of the news articles related to RussiaGate, and I've followed that story from the day the first Hillary Clinton email server broke. And I remember I texted that story. I believe it was Politico, maybe that had that first story, and sent it to you. And I said, "This is a huge deal." And then it turned into the email thing, and it was never a big deal. The Comey announcement, all these things that led to this chain reaction of Donald Trump becoming president and then being assaulted with the Russian narrative, the Mueller investigation, the Mueller report, and then eventually the Ukraine impeachment. In my opinion, we've endured 
four years of coups. Yes. Right up. And now they're calling this a coup. And they're calling, calling what Trump is doing right now a coup, which is insane. The coup was the media being allowed to put out obviously bullshit polls, claiming that they're... The fucking dossier, dude. The steel dossier. The, just this. And, but, and, and that's where my frustration comes with Trump. Yes. Like, why? I, I want to know so bad what why, is going on. Like, why? why don't we have... The... Why don't we have anything? We have made... We've made little progress in four years. Yeah. And I, and look, maybe the expectation is too high with one man up against the entire Washington, D.C. establishment. Like, it's clear to me, Ray has worked against Trump at every turn. And Jeff Sessions, like, as much as I wanted to believe in him, uh, I if Trump is defeated by Joe Biden and Joe Biden takes office on January 20th, it's clear Jeff Sessions never did Je- Donald Trump a favor. Never helped. No. Like, all this shit Trump got about being this dictator or being this forcing the DOJ to do... The only thing we had were, like, maybe we'd eventually get a Durham report. Still and waiting. It, we're still waiting for that. I feel like I've been waiting... Since day one, and of his I don't think Democrats appreciate it's not conspiracy to theory to look into the Clinton Foundation, to look into Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton's career in Arkansas, to look at the many, many stories and allegations by credible people who are still on the record today or who were on the record and have passed away in mysterious circumstances, and come to the conclusion that simply Hillary Clinton is a very powerful person who probably has at least walked the ethical tightrope of political corruption. Maybe she's never once broken the law, but it's impossible to actually look at the Clinton track record and conclude that they haven't at least tried to bend it in certain places. Especially places like Haiti. So it's just very frustrating if Donald Trump doesn't... If he leaves office... And we don't have things like... And we don't have declassified documents like... I don't know. Even just... Like, give me the JFK files. Give me something cool. Like, yeah. I don't know. It could be anything. Pardon Assange. Like, give me... Give me something. A bone. Give me something. So, like, it doesn't feel like the miracle we got in 2016 was a waste. All for nothing. Yeah. Like, that was a huge because, win in 2016. But because Trump has done a lot of good in his presidency. He's but done it'll a lot, all feel yes. like It'll all feel like part of the show. Mm-hmm. And then it all just goes for naught, basically. Yeah. It's really depressing. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But, ultimately, what I was about to say before, is that's why I feel like we're hurtling towards this inevitable conflict. Because they're going to go after Trump. And they can't go after Trump when we have these fundamental beliefs that have never been able to have been even discussed on fair ground. There's no level playing ground for conservative and it's not even conservative it's not left and right just for anti-establishment i'm sorry you're the establishment like you just have to recognize that if you're a joe biden supporter the party of the elites there's no way around that you have all hollywood pop culture i drive around nice areas i am shocked at the amount of (laughs) biden signs i saw like you would think like oh like wealthy people taxes vote for trump no. no. They want Biden. Wealthy people want Biden. That's your party. Where did Biden get his most gain in votes as opposed to 
over Trump in twenty in twenty twenty? The wealthy. The yeah. richest counties across the country. What does that tell you? That's what the power of your party now. It's not the people. No. It's not the progressives. I don't know. It just I I'm at such a loss with all that shit. There's a lot of crazy right wing groups and like a lot of bar- see what another thing that gets missed a lot by certain people. The middle of the country where it's like overwhelmingly conservative it's big landmass. Yes. So like everyone's like land doesn't vote. Well it matters though. Because like if if it ever came to bear, like the entire center of this country is pretty united. Yeah. And like That's where I'm going. <laughs> get out of here. Fuck the coast, man. <laughs> All these people just thinking the same and well, I mean, they think the other way the same. I, d- I don't care. I'm, I'm, I'm disheartened. I'm tired. Of just all the shit. We got nothing. It's just really sad to think that we're going to be kind of surrounded by... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like my point, right? It's like... It just feels different. It, it, is, it, it is different. It, obviously, it's different. But, like... I don't know, 15 years ago, I would have been 10 years old. I don't know what it was like. But I'd imagine if you were a conservative, it wasn't that big of a deal. You just kind of kept to yourself. If you're a Democrat, probably the same thing. You probably kept to yourself. You probably didn't. But now, everything is political. Everyone talks politics. Which I think is a good thing. And Overall, I think it's good. But... I completely lost my train of thought. I have no idea where I was going with that. Well, I'm just, I think that people understand that the system is corrupt. I just think that a lot of it was misguided at Trump. And unfortunately, like, it was redirected in the benefit of literally, like, the puppet candidate of the most powerful people on planet Earth. Like, the dude, like, before the election, I mean, it's like, his entire family is making money from every country in the world. And everyone's like, that's fine, don't mention that at all. You're not allowed to talk about that. Like, social media that's, that's companies are literally like, banning just, you for talking about it. That's what I don't it. understand. Like, <laughs> people acted, the, the, the partying in the streets when Trump lost. For Joe Biden. For Joe Biden? <laughs> Like, we just toppled the dictator. Like, we're in a third world country. We got rid of him. We did it. Now it's... Now like, we're on our way. Never seen Joe Biden? The plagiarism videos or, like, the... Like, the sniffing videos or the... Dude, like, literally like, 47 years. When he, like, says, like, the N-word real aggressively. 47 years. I don't know. Right? So, I mean... In the end... When we get to January twentieth and Joe Biden is president or not, like if we've if we've settled it, I think there's going to be a lot of hard feelings. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. People are going to want to beat the <laughs> shit out of each other, and I can't wait. <clears throat> not that we encourage any violence. No, I, I encourage it. Oh no, we're going to get taken no. off. We're going to get taken off. Oh no, I don't care. I got nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired. I'm angry. Happy Sunday. The Dolphins lost. No, we can't. Before we... We should... Well, we should end on some, like, lighter... Yeah. 
Might have so. Um, well, I did... Go? No, you first. No, you go. Okay. Well, I did... I mean, I don't know if you want to talk about it, but... I think I decided I'm getting an Xbox over a PlayStation. Oof. <laughs> That's a mistake. No, I think it's the right choice. Why? Because Xbox bought Bethesda... And they make just Elder want Scrolls and, and Fallout. Scrolls. Yeah. So, like, I can't not get an Xbox. But I'm going to wait. I think I'm, decided I'm going to wait. I think I'm just not going to buy the next gen. I don't, I don't play video games enough. I don't do it anymore. I play a lot. I can't do it. I don't know why. I'm always in my chair. I try. I'm just not. I haven't found a game that I have played, like, with all my, like, love every day. Since Modern Warfare 2. And I'll probably never find Try Fallout, dude. Nope. Missing out. Like, I'll get into, like, MLB The Show. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll go through, like, stints from, like, MLB The Show, Madden. Yeah. I'll just play those a lot, but... After that, I got nothing. We were rewatching Doctor Who, too. Oh. Alright, so where are you in, in that? I think we're in season three now. With Martha. Martha. Yeah. Martha's such a good companion. It's amazing. <clears throat> just we in the should first... turn this into a Doctor Who podcast. No. It's way it's more amazing. fun than politics. <laughs> it's amazing how in the first, like, 20 minutes of the first episode of the third season of Doctor Who, how oh. much more sense it makes than almost the entirety of the first two seasons put together. Wait, hold on. This is actually a good idea. We'll go back to Doctor Who. I do think maybe at the end, after we, like, talk about politics, we should, like, talk about, like, what did we watch over the, over the week? Like, you've been watching Doctor Who... And it's a great show to watch. I started watching um, The Queen's Gambit. You see everyone talking about this show? I think Rachel watched it. show sucks. I, <laughs> maybe, I'm, maybe I'm dumb. Like, if I'm dumb and people love it, it's boring. <laughs> and I like chess. I'm a, I like chess. I'll watch chess on YouTube. I'll watch people play chess. show's not great. I think it's very not that good. I watched... It was getting talked about online. Like, it was the greatest... I watched like 30 minutes of it probably like while I was in bed with it on because Rachel was watching it and I didn't really form an opinion other than the girls looked like a Tim Burton character. Like I didn't know if it was like, yeah. part of it. Like, I see that. Yeah. So I didn't know what it was. But yeah. Those are, I, yeah. But anyway, Doctor Who. Yeah. Um, Matt Smith. Yes. I can't get over it. The best doctor. I think it's... I, <laughs> And I think that's kind of like the easy take. Like, I think everyone well, I definitely goes that way. That. Yeah, I definitely But that. it's kind of hard not to. He kind of just got the best of everything. They really started hitting their stride at the end of David Tennant. Yes, 100%. And then Matt Smith was just great. And he just gets the benefit of and his good the, companions. the better writing and the better companions. Until Clara's really awful, but she's not that bad. She's good with Matt, Matt Smith. Smith. Yeah, She's awful with Capaldi. Because it became the Clara show. Yeah. And she was awful. Yeah. Not the actress herself. Like, she was fine. Just, just the, the stories like, that... just too much. But that's where you could start seeing it just start going... Yeah, and Capaldi was okay. But the writing started falling off for Capaldi, too. Yeah. Oh, they didn't have the stories that Matt Smith... And then had. I haven't watched any of the Jodie Foster, so I don't know... I don't know how the female doctor is. I was upset... Because I'm a, I'm a chauvinist, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but when the, when the master came out as a woman... The first time, I was like, well, here, here we go. 
And I wasn't upset anything other than, like, it just changes everything. Like, it's fine. It doesn't matter, really. It's kind of like the, the like, Ghostbusters remake and the Ocean's Eleven remake. Like, why? Just, it's just, just to do, just, just to, to make have a woman? woman? Just so it is a woman? Make your own shit with a woman. Yeah, like, when you try to shoehorn it in, the just, doctor. I'm not against having women lead and yeah. women be stars. No, not at all. The doctor had a very long timeline established that, like, it just is generally going to be a guy. It's like just that it's now a girl. It's just fine. It's again fine. Just was annoying. Like, it's just gonna just shove. It just feels like I'm getting something shoved down my throat, which is again not to complain. Because Jodie Foster could be great, but I've read reviews and I've seen a lot of videos about it. But the show was going downhill. Yeah. So like, make such a drastic change. Their ratings are down. <laughs> the first time with the master being a female, because we knew it was setting up that the doctor was gonna be a female. But I liked her. She was fine. But it didn't. Do, to me, it didn't, it didn't add do anything, anything yes. to make it so that male time lords can just essentially just be in certain lives. Female time lords, like way down the road. Like, after you've just done it for, like, 11 generations of, like, it's a white guy, it's a white guy, it's a white guy, it's a white guy. Generation 12. Oh, it's now a woman. What changed? Well, it's 2020 now, so things have to be, you know, we have to pander to people. And I hate that. I just hate pandering. That's and when you pander, I don't want to watch your it's shit. Like, it's like when Coca-Cola changed their Twitter <laughs> handle to, like, a rainbow Coke bottle. Do you think they really give a fuck about gay No! Rights? No! They're doing it because no. you're a moron. Yeah. They're like, look at Coke! Like, yeah. Look at McDonald's. I'm gonna give them all my. Yeah. It's like the Coke really loves, you know, um, the, uh, whatever. The other thing I want to say about TV shows <laughs> is I finally finished the Survivor binge. Oh yeah. Of the like laid out map of how to watch it. Survivor was fun. And it was twenty. I think it was like the, the binge was like twenty five seasons. So there's like so I still have fifteen seasons that I haven't watched, but. The ones I've watched were phenomenal. I think it might be my favorite show of all time. Survivor. It's so fun. It's just so fun to watch. I want. I'm gonna do it. I will get on Survivor. I think it'll be really good for my anxiety. You know, just like put me on a <laughs> deserted island where I think I'm gonna die constantly. So yeah, throw me out there. Let's see it. Especially like we were saying about your mental game over like the long haul. Yeah. You definitely won't break down. So that was the other thing they said <laughs> when you went outside. Amanda said it. She goes. You know, like, you, you're really good at most things, and then something goes wrong, and then you lose it. And I was like, yeah, like, that's my golf game. It's if I go bowling. I do anything. If I do anything, I'm probably decent until something doesn't go my way, then I'm gone. Can't yeah. get me back. My brain has lost it. I should work on that. Hey, never too late to start. You know what they say. You can teach old dogs new tricks. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> now I believe that's correct. Um, oh. So, I want to just before we wrap up, remember what inspired us to do podcasts or record these conversations in the first place. Like, where, where are the roots of this podcast? Are you asking me or are you telling me? No, I'm asking. But I'm also going to tell you. What where are the roots? roots? Yeah. Like, where did we... Like, where do you think the foundations of these conversations lie? Drugs. Yes, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying more like... The, ah, 
it's been such a journey, I think, the last four years for us to no, get I, back to this yeah, spot. And, like, we were just in a tool shed. Yeah, I, I, okay, that's, that's what right. I was going to say. Is like, I don't think... Watching I YouTube think, videos and just hanging out. Yeah, like, there was a time where it was... I mean, our work schedules were both just so weird. Like, you worked until midnight. I was working pretty much until 11. So you'd get home. You'd go to the gym. And like, this is the height of the election of 2016. So it's like... I mean, we're just and talking we were, and politics people nonstop. Don't, people don't realize a lot of the time that in 2016 there was a contingent of people like us. Yes. Very motivated, progressive people who were young, younger than Remember, we Remember, I was now. the first one who said... Bernie or but like or burn it down, yeah. and you were and against Trump it. Was to burn you said it down. no. You said yeah. no. I'm gonna vote Jill Stein. Yeah, and I could didn't. And then eventually, down. a couple months, like literally, it was like weeks. You're like, nah, fuck that, Trump. But we were ready then to yeah, go like, blows over this shit. But <laughs> yeah, we were going to the gym, talking politics, getting home, going out into the shed, and just talking for a couple hours, maybe going for a walk around the neighborhood. And just... So yeah, I think that's that is where a lot of this comes from. But and I. I think that'll be a fun topic for either next episode or down the line is let's talk about our relationship and why this podcast, regardless of how many listens it gets or if it ever turns into anything, I really don't care. Yeah. I think it's just a fun place for us to talk because we've just always been super close mm-hmm. and we'll, we'll get into that. We'll talk, we'll tell some fucking weird ass stories that we have. All right. Well then I guess that's enough for this week. That's episode two of the Brothers Catch-Up podcast. And if you made it this far, thanks for listening. Make sure to leave a like or whatever you can do to share it if you uh, enjoyed it. And we'll see you next week for episode three. Yep. Thanks for listening. See you on Monday. Yep. Sounds great. Thank you. Bye. Later. All right. We got to play the (laughs) catch-up. All right, going to just do a quick test recording. Sal, if you want to talk a little bit. Hello. Are we recording? I don't know. I think this is good. Oh, oh shit. shit. You know what? What? Do you want to go upstairs and grab that notebook that Rachel? Sure. Just so I can kind of put, I'm going to put timestamps down. I'm going to pee too. In uh, anything that sounds questionable that we might want to like edit. Got it. All right, see, that's how we